Shall we begin? Welcome, everyone, to the Differential FPL podcast. As usual, my name is Deshapur Dohetsi, a.k.a. D-Man, and I'm here with um, Shola. Hey, Shola, how's it going? Good, good, good. Yeah? How are good. you? And um, we also have with us Habi. Habi, hey, how's it going out there? It's all good. Glad football is finally back. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's good to have some, it's good to have some football back. You know, I think um, this international week has just been boring. Did you guys catch any games during this international week? Yeah, I watched a few games. Uh, I watched the England game yesterday. That was a good game. Oh, well, yeah, that was the second half was a good. Was the first half was rubbish. Yeah, Havertz scored a nice half, goal. Havertz scored half, a. Re- yeah, Havertz scored a really good goal, man. You know, hopefully you could do that when I have him on my team. What about you, Abby? Did you catch any of the games? Barely, I barely caught any of the games. I think I only saw Hurricanes penalty against Germany. That's about it. So you didn't even see the rest of the goals. You just saw one goal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like this international. I think to be fair, this uh, Nations League that they are calling about to me is just like it's a glorified friendly. To be honest, and I just of course, like, there's really very little quality in it. It's it's a glorified friendly where in a way that UEFA can make more money out of it. Exactly, exactly. That's what it is, really. No, in all honesty, and uh, I tried to watch a little bit of it, but it wasn't even on ESPN, was it? It was on like Fox, Fox. Sports or something like that. Yeah. So I couldn't even like still like still like um I didn't have the Fox um app, so I couldn't like actually watch it at all. So it was it was crazy. But anyways, yeah. So um this week we're gonna look at. Um, some wild cards again. I know last week we did some wild cards with um, Lanray. Um, this week we're going to do... Um, Habib's playing his wild card. Um, Shola might be playing his wild card. You know, he's um, still, you know, thinking about it. It's not like when he plays it, something fantastic will happen. He'll probably still be scraps anyway. But, you know, we'll just uh-huh. humor him. We'll just humor him. I don't have a wild card because I played it a few weeks ago. Um, but to be honest, since I played my wild card what three weeks ago, I've had green hours every week since then. So I guess it was a good choice. Though to be honest, the only cost, the only it's pretty much been because I have Haaland. But yeah, since then I've had green hours, so I'm okay with my team and you know all of that. Um, but before we start discussing the wild cards and what we're gonna do this week, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about you know what happened two weeks ago, which seems like a lifetime ago, you know, during International Week. You're like, oh, wow. It actually wasn't that long. It was about a week and a half, really, to be honest. <laughs> this is the last Premier League game. So um, we can start off with Habi. Habi, how was your team and uh, how many points were you able to get last week? Uh, my team was pretty good. I had 66 points. Captain Kane coming through and Saliba, sweet mm. boy. Sweet, sweet boy. Like Saliba. This. So, yeah, it was basically... Yeah, how many points did um, Kane score? Kane had 10. Kane had 10. There you go. And then KDB... So, he pretty much almost doubled um, what um, Haaland has, if you had him as a captain. Yep. Yeah. I was surprised you didn't bring in Son. Someone like you would have brought in Son. 
Nah, that price is too expensive. <laughs> way, way too expensive. Yeah, and I remember us discuss actually discussing Son last week. You know, but I, it wasn't Son we discussed. We discussed um, I think it was Richarlison and Kulisevsky. Because, you know, I think we were all pretty, ad, you know, we're really on, we're pretty much on the same wavelength that, you know, Spurs were going to really do less than one. And, you know, obviously they did with the 6-2 trashing. I mean, Son coming on to score three goals. Is Son back? Like, I'm very interested in that if Son is back. It's just that there's no money to go there. But if you're on the wild card, maybe there's a possibility. And we can discuss that here. Um, moving forward, though, um, I scored... Um, oh, yeah. So, sorry, Happy. So, um, were those the only two players that got you, like, loads of points? Or did you have someone else in your team that got you those points? Um, KDB2 gave me 10 points. Yeah. Then Jesus gave me six. Trippier gave me five. The rest were very unfortunate. That's <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. That, that pretty much... That wasn't so much of a bad week. I think it was a low-scoring week as well in the whole game. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, the so average was 50. Yeah, there you go. So as long as you had, like, you know, the... Yeah, as long as you had Haaland and a few good guys, it was all right. I scored um, uh, 58 points. Saliba coming through with 15 points. It was also one of the guys I brought in on my wild card. So, you know, Saliba with 15. Trippier as well, I brought him in. So he came back. He came in with five points. Um <clears throat> Cancelo as well came through with nine. Um, I think everybody has, well, not everybody, but you know, a lot of people have Cancelo anyway. But those points came in handy. Um, Jesus and Haaland, both six and 12. I'm a little bit worried about my Gordon pick simply because more pay looks to have um, kind of taken over a little bit in the, you know, he's playing more up top. He, they seem to be looking for him more taking shots, but I'm okay with, I'm okay with keeping him for at least one more week. So yeah, that was that was obviously Captain Haaland, and that was my game week. Um, Shola, what about you? What was your game week like? Uh, I scored forty-seven points. Yeah, uh, it wasn't a very good week. Um, Edison with six, Cancelo with nine. I brought in Trippier, who gave me five. Okay, that wasn't a bad oh, one. Yeah, then Haaland with twelve as my captain, and then he's just with six. While everybody else blanked. <laughs> no, fair enough. So I mean, just um going back to you know last week as well. Last person that was here, um, Larry played his wild card as well. He scored close to about the same amount of points I got. He scored about fifty six points. But his Isaac, um, his Isaac pick actually really came through with nine points, even though it was just a pen. But it still came through with nine points there. So, but I do hear that Isaac is injured. And um, speaking of injuries, Shola, you know. Um, which players are injured right now from this international break? I hear a couple of them are actually quite uh, injured right okay, now. Okay, so eight players came back injured. Yeah. So we have Isaac, which is obviously the headliner. Isaac, mm-hmm. you have Patterson of, of Everton, you have Tierney, who pulled, who got injured against them. Was it Ireland or who they play? What do you mean, Tierney? Yeah, they said he had like a like a head injury, but it's not. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's not. It's not, it's not serious. serious. But you know, but something that I can look out for. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Mitrovic is an interesting one because after the Norway game yesterday, he left. I don't know if it was a castle or an ice park, but it looked like a castle. The picture I saw was on his right ankle, so we need to monitor that. I think that's that's another piece of information that would also that would have a significant impact on if I use my wild card or not. 
Then Harry Maguire went off the journey after Germany. I mean, even though he's probably not going to play anyways, even if he's fit. But, mm-hmm. you know, then Hugo Lloris, another interesting one for France. What? Yeah, Hugo Lloris, he pulled out of the French, French squad early. He, he, didn't fe- he didn't feature in any of their, their games. So mm-hmm. that's another one. That's another interesting one because that is, that's sign- significantly impacts Spurs' defensive assets. I mean, except if you know Spurs are dodgy like that, so they might have just taken him off just because. What? You know. that, that was empty. Yeah. yeah, that was empty. Then, yeah, then, um, then the one that happy to you might be on the lookout for for your team, Mendy. He pulled out of the Senegal squad early as well, so you need to look out for that as well. And oh, last, but, and last but not least, Dean. Look at Dean. Mm-hmm. Is he? He looks like he's probably going to miss a few weeks from the early diagnosis. So, all right, that's very good. Thanks for that, man. So, um, you know, so that that's, I mean, that that impacts that all these injuries will make a lot will make an impact on a lot of people because a lot of people are a wild card in this week. You know, so I'm supposed to. I don't have a wild card to play anymore, but a lot of people have a couple wild cards that they're planning to play this week. And um, Abi is playing his wild card this week. I'm, and I, and that's what we're going to try and focus on this. Um, we're going we're going to try and focus on. Abi's um, wild card this week, and you know Shola as well is like I said earlier is thinking about it. So we will try and also look at the players that he is considering, and you know also help you guys out there who are also wild carded. So um, with that said already, um, have you um, have you already like finished your wild card, or are you still like trying to pick over pick some players in there? You all should run me coins first. This brain doesn't work for free. What are you calling for? What are you scrap guys? Because yeah, because yeah, getting small points now. Your head is getting big. (laughs) I'm actually not done. I think I fixed my midfield upwards, but my defense and my keepers still one big mess. As I'm not settled on who I want to do yet, and these injuries, some of them are just messed me up. So it's just defense and my keepers, and that for now. Okay, so right now in your defense, you have Raya, Trippier, Saliba, Nico Williams, Walker, and James. Of those five, what are the people that you are looking at to possibly move on right now? Probably just Walker and James. I'm not, I don't plan on investing in defense at all. Like, there's really nothing happening there this season. And the Saliba that's been popping, I've been fortunate enough to have it. So, Okay, fair enough. And I, I see that you have like five, one, two, three, four, five players um, from Manchester City and Arsenal. And we do know that Manchester City and Arsenal are missing game week 12, which is actually very important. So are you trying to, are you going to reach, do you have that game week in mind or are you just completely ignoring that? I have it in mind. I've rectified it already. I currently have just three from both teams. Oh, okay. So who did you take out? Susa Martinelli have been kicked oh. out. Ah, that's a very strong moves there. So you move, okay, but you still obviously have KDB, Walker. And I still don't know how you don't have um, Haaland, but, you know, eh? have Luke Stores. Who does have Haaland? It cannot be oh. both. I have so, him <laughs> have <yeah>. now. <laughs> you have gained, your coconut, head, your coconut head has broken a little bit and you've been able to get it. Who did you bring him in for? Um... 
of course, for Jesus, yeah. So okay, I, had, I shook up the whole thing, yeah. So I had enough money to do that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So, um, in your defense, are you looking to bring in any of this um Liverpool assets? You know, mainly somebody like um Trent, because when we look at the fixture ticker, we look at who has the best fixtures. You know, after game week twelve, for the next few game weeks, um, Liverpool players have a lot of. Sorry, Liverpool has quite a few favorable fixtures, and a lot of their main guys are back. You know, guys like Matip, guys like. Thiago will help them control the game at back. So, you know, like, for example, now, next game week, they play Brighton at home. Brighton just had a new manager. Apparently, from what I heard, is a very attacking manager. You know, and, yep. then they have, yeah, and then they have Arsenal away, Man City at home, which, obviously, those price, those those could, like, you know, go either way. They could concede there. That's fine. But after that, they have West Ham at home in that game week 12. Then they have Nottingham Forest away and Leeds at home. All games where they could get a lot of points. So, do a lot of um, Liverpool players uh, feature? Are you at all thinking of um, Trent in your in your backline? Not at all. Current as my team stands, I didn't have one Liverpool player. So wow. they showed they are ready to be serious and consistent. So I don't think about it. But for now, I'm very fine without having any. Wow. But I took out wow. I took out Trent last week for Trippier, and I'm still like a bit scared of what he might do this weekend. But um, Shola, what about you? Your wildcard musings. Are you looking at any Liverpool defenders? Yeah, I haven't seen. Um, if I use my wildcard, right, the chance yeah. of me leaving, taking up my Liverpool player is very small because I currently have Trent and Salah. Okay. And like I said, when the last time I saw them play, who did they play in the Champions League? It was Ajax. Mm-hmm. They played. With Thiago, like Thiago back in that midfield made a huge difference, like yeah. huge. I agree. When I watched them as well, they looked they looked to be able to control the game a lot easier than before. Yeah, yeah. So Thiago, with Thiago back in that midfield, I I I'm I'm actually happy that people are leaving them because mm-hmm. now when they return, it'll be somewhat of a, of differentials of differential points. Okay. So. I have no intention of moving off from a Liverpool player. I'm actually still seriously considering captaining Salah this weekend. I, I mean, we'll get to that, but that's actually not a bad option. And um, your defense right now, you have Cancelo, Trippier, Nico Williams, um, Dalo, and um, Trent. Are you making, is there any change in your defense or your keeper? Because I see that you also have Edison. But, you know, Edison is one of those guys that, like, has a... That doesn't have a game on game week 12. Are you thinking of replacing Edison or will you just, you know, get a, yeah, a um, yeah, I might I might I'm considering downgrading Edison to maybe like Guaita. Okay. Or you know, someone in that 4.5 range that can mm. just because of Crystal Palace have actually had they have they've had good defensive numbers, despite the fact that you know they They've not really kept that many clean sheets, but their defensive numbers have been good, like in terms of XG and stuff. And okay. also, you also have to consider that, like Chris, um, Chris Paul's schedule, mm-hmm. they've had some pretty tough. They face some pretty tough teams. You know, they face City, they face Arsenal, they face yep. Liverpool. Yeah, in, yep. in their first, you know, in their first six games. You know, so 
All right, fair enough. And their next few games, they do have, I mean, they have Chelsea next. But, you know, after Chelsea, they do face Leeds at home, Leicester away, Wolves at home, Everton away, Southampton at home. So basically, up until pretty much the World Cup, they don't, well, after, obviously, after they face Chelsea, they don't actually have anybody in the big six anymore to face after Chelsea. So that's, that's good. You know, it's it's it's. I guess if you want to go to Guaita, that's that's a that's a considerable option. I mean, but with Guaita, are you going to just leave it on Guaita, or are you going to try and get another four point five just in case? I'll probably just I'll probably just leave it. Okay, fair like enough. I would like what I'm trying to do is because that's just something that I start. I think I started in late last season to just have the keeper and know that that's my keeper. Yeah, yeah. For the rest of the season. Yeah. Because Sometimes the problem with having this is the issue. My, I've not had good luck in the past with rotating keepers. Like now, I'll mm-hmm. see a keeper now that has a very good fixture. I'm going to play mm-hmm. My other keeper has like a tougher fixture. But then the guy that has a tougher fixture is not the one that will go and get like <laughs> points. points off my bench. One the yeah. one that I have, just thinking that I was free cliches with like two points. Yep. Yep. I do understand that. And like, my keeper right now is Pope. Um, he's also somebody that I would recommend if you're on a wild card. He's a little bit expensive now because, you know, 5.2. His price has been going up. But I was able to get him at like 5.1, I believe, you know, before the last game week against Bournemouth when we all expected Newcastle to keep a clean sheet. And they, you know, they, they messed us up there. But, they, you know, Newcastle have a couple of nice fixtures. And apart from the fixtures, they're actually a very good team, you know, um, yeah. defense, defense, defense. Um, they are good at defending. They face some big teams already, you know, this season. You know, they face Liverpool and they face Man City, you know, already this season. And so it's 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 um it's one that you you know you should be able you should look at, you know, if um, if you're looking though, for like a good keeper. Yes, Shola. Like I would have probably gone for Pope mm-hmm. if I didn't already have Trippier. Okay. But the problem is I already have Trippier. So I don't want to double up. I, I I'm not a fan of doubling up on Newcastle's defense. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I took that chance because you know I'm trying to climb up, but yeah, I decided to take that chance. Um, I are there any other changes that you see making to your defense as well, apart from maybe Edison out? No, Edison is the only one at the moment. All right. There was somebody. Was. Yeah. Um, um, Habib, what about um Patterson? Um before he got injured, and I, I know he's out for five to six weeks now. So, is there anybody in that Everton defense that you know that you would consider at all if you had to? In the defense, no, but I'd consider Pickford in post. That mm. guy can be Jesus Christ when he wants to. Yeah, he makes a damn, damn net lots. He saves them a lot, makes a lot of saves. So, it'll be interesting to see if a lot of people go for him, you know. But yeah, I do agree with that. He seems like a good one. Um, and in the world, with the World Cup coming up, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of talk about, oh, you know, maybe Ramsdale should be number one or Pope should be number one. So I think there's extra motivation to, to let people know that, like, yeah, I'm number one for a reason. Yeah. So that yeah. pick is actually a very smart pick. There you go. Pick for pick, right? Yeah, so there you go. So that's it for defense. I mean, there's not a lot of changes in defense. It seems like a lot of people will have, like, steady drip of, like, maybe Trent, Cancelo, and, you know, maybe even James. I have Cucurella right now, but I don't even know if I'm going to go to James, really. I think until Chelsea show that, you know, they are here to stay and their solidity is back, I'm just going to leave it on Cucurella and hopefully he gets a few points, you know. But uh, <clears throat> moving moving on, 
we could talk about midfield, which is pretty much one of the most exciting, you know, areas right now, if you're on a wild card. Um, the most exciting person right now that everyone is talking about, I don't think you can get on a single FPL podcast without somebody talking about this guy, is Abyss Boy. Um, you know this! <laughs> <laughs> you know, he backed points um, last week in the sixth to Rumpin, which was, you know, let's have actually collected five or six. You know, that word guy. Any Asha? Four, yeah. five, or six. <laughs> the last, last three away games have been four, five, six. Seven is coming one day, but let's see. So, um, I mean, what else is there to say about this uh, um, Madison this week? It, it's such a great, uh, what's it called? It's, it's such a great uh, match for him. He's facing pretty much one of the worst defensive teams in the league in um, Nottingham Forest. Um, Abby, are you going to make him? Is he definitely in your wildcard team? Someone that's my captain. Oh, wow. There you go. There you go. Actually, actually, that's actually a very good captain pick. And it's something that's actually revolving around my mind as well, whether I should take that opportunity and just give him the the captain for the game against Nottingham Forest. But, you know, you never know. Maybe this... Shola, what do you think? Do you think that this is the weekend when Nottingham Forest get their shit together? (laughs) 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 Like... This, I, I'm I'm desperate to have Madison this week. Thing mm-hmm. is that I don't know if how to use a wild card for it, or mm-hmm. to just take a minus four for it because I'm planning to remove my two Arsenal guys anyways. Oh, okay. So, like that does not like this 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 game can easily end four four. Of course, I won't be surprised. I mean, not not for us right now. They are the worst defensive team in the league. They have considered. They've considered their XG right now for the amount of goals they should have considered is like thirteen, and I think they've considered how many goals seventeen. So they are even overplaying their XG, which is already high anyway. So <laughs> it's 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 crazy. So um, I mean, Madison captain. Is there anybody else in, in that Leicester team that we should be looking at? I mean, in the forward line, you can look at. I think Pats in Dakar has, has been getting some games. I mean, maybe Harvey Barnes. You know, Barnes is always. Barnes is always an interesting pick. Man, that Barnes, positioning, But the problem with Barnes is that his finishing is just poor. Dude, having Barnes is one of the sweetest ones when it, when it, when it comes to... But when you have him and he doesn't do anything, it's very annoying. Because oh, yeah. you, you will know. definitely have chances and you will waste them. But when you have him, it's so sweet because nobody ever really has him. Do you get what I mean, Abin? Yeah, I suffered the last season. Where he was finally scoring, that's where this nigga, Brendan Rodgers, decided to be your panic boy. Every time, just kept giving me one point towards the end of last season. I mean, I yep. was leaving, so not yep. doing that shit again. Yep, I, there was a point where I, I actually had, last season, there was a point where I had him and um, Madison. I had Leicester double up, and it didn't really work out. I think only Madison was dropping points, and he was just doing whatever. But there was one game where they both dropped points, like good points, that was really nice, but... With Barnes, it's always a case of he looks very enticing, but at seven, right now it's six point nine. And but I don't think I don't think at six point nine. If you are go, if you are gonna spend six point nine on Barnes, you might as well just go for for Madison, if you know what I mean. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he gets he gets that that same he gives you that same amount of you know points. But you know, he's not a bad, he's not a bad pick. You know, last season he finished with six goals and 12 assists. 
which is pretty, you know, it's, it's not bad. It's not a bad amount for you know a, a, a wide forward. So if you are if you are going there, that's another good pick. I mean, up front, I think Ian Atro has been getting him. Senior man is back in the mix, bro. I beg you. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's he's back in the mix, but yeah, he's back in the mix, but he's, he's not confirmed point. So so yeah, that's I mean Madison quite obviously on your wild card. If you're on your wild card. His next two fixtures are Bournemouth, sorry, Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth. Um, after that, he also has Crystal Palace, Leeds and Wolves. So at least for the next four or five games up to week 13, that's a very good pick. Um, I don't have a wild card, so I had to, you know, decide on whether to bring back Trent or to bring in Madison. I went for Madison and I took out Martinelli because, you know, um, I have to actually start removing Arsenal and City players because I have about... You know, I have about five of them. So um, my plan is, you know, take out Madison for Martinelli. Maybe Cancelo will go for Trent closer to the, you know, closer to the date, you know, depending on how I feel and how their game is going. So um, which other players, um, which players are you thinking of bringing in on your wildcard, Shola? Well, I think one small thing I want to add about Madison is that um, with this, this latest England snow, there's mm-hmm. also way more motivation. Like, because right now, hmm. I think on form, out of all the players that Southgate has picked, I think I saw something like Madison is the one that's in the best form currently. Mm-hmm. Out of mm-hmm. all the attacking talent, talents, obviously, apart from Harry Kane, but mm-hmm. out of all the attacking talent, he, he, he's the one that's the most informed. And you know, there's a lot of, there's, you know, when he was away from the squad, there was a lot of there's a lot of anger from the British press. Like, why is this guy not even being considered? So I think that's mm-hmm. more motivation for him. Like from now to the World Cup, I think we're gonna see him ball. I okay. actually think we're gonna see him do it. So I think for me, he's a must-have till that leaves the World Cup. Okay. All right, fair enough. And then so what are so the other guys? He's my number one target for whether I wildcard or not. I was having it this week. That one, there's either I take my else four or it's if I use my wild card, he shall come in this week. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Who else is in there? Um, I like Zaha, I like his run of games. Yeah, you know, Zaha is you know, since last season, he's been playing as a focal, as a focal point mm-hmm. for Crystal Palace. Yes, you know, he has. Yeah. And his, his price has been very friendly. I, I think those are, the only, those, are the only, those are the two midfielders I'm really looking at right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we spoke about Guaita, and Guaita doesn't have any yeah. um, big games onto the World Cup. I mean, Zaha, same as well. He doesn't have any big games apart from Chelsea at home, which I think he would do well in. And, you know, after that, you know, he has a few, you know, uh, random clubs playing here and there. So Zaha is a definite, is a definite good pick for so me. Yeah, those, those are the two, two guys. So that's that really on my radar. You know, and you know, everybody else. Like I already have Rashford, which I have no intention of getting rid of anytime soon. I have Salah, which I've said here, explained mm-hmm. earlier. I don't think I'll miss out on Salah when he st- when he re- when he starts rubbing in three goals. Mm. Habib, speaking of Salah, Habib, why on, on your wild card you still don't want to bring in Salah? What's going on here? Please can you explain for that? Please show your show your working as well. Don't don't do rule to the answer. <laughs> that's it. Not, not, nothing is going on there. That's that's just the honest answer. There's nothing going on there. I mean, right. like he's not even. I mean, yeah, he's he's playing wider this season, 
and mm-hmm. more of creating. So, and with Darwin coming in, like the addition of Darwin was always going to change Liverpool so much because no matter how bad he has been so far, of course, his quality to an extent to be much for that amount. So, they're going to keep <coughs> trying with him at least till it works. And that's going to change the dynamics. And Luis Diaz is coming into his own. So, Salah is not, <coughs> let me not say he's not that guy anymore. He still is, but with like, should I say, a little bit more reduced role, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, I yeah. I don't know. Like, with Salah, because even before we started this pod, like, Shakwe and I were talking about it. And I said, if you look at the top scoring midfielders, Salah is only behind KDB by seven points. Right? Ah, and, really? Yeah, and if you look at, um, like, look at Salah's XG and XA. Like, his XG is 2.5 for his XA is 1.79. So, combined, amongst midfielders, he has, like, the best X goes X goes and assists combined. Like if you combine the two, like like Zaha's XG is very high, but his XA is low. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get so he's there. Like attempt, like look at attempted assists. Only KDB has more, and it's just by KDB has twenty five, Salah has twenty four. So mm-hmm. Salah's underlying statistics are still very good. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, it, that's a good comparison because, you know, Salah, big dog, you know, almost everybody has him. The good thing about Salah this season right now is that a lot of people, he's he's not as highly owned as he used to be. Right now, he's only at 35%, yes, which is crazy. So right now, Salah is a bit of a differential. Basically, if you get Salah points now, you move up. You know, and there's always one point in the season where Salah's, uh, what's it called? where Salah's um, um, ownership goes down because a lot of people lose faith and then it comes back and bangs and then you're able to like get like a good rise out of it. So I'm sticking with Salah and I'm hoping for the rise. As usual, Abi isn't, but you know, Abi's doing so much more better than me. So I'm not, what am I to talk? You know, so, you know, that's his own, his game, his game. So even if you don't have Salah, I think this season, if you don't have Salah, maybe I have to change my, the way I think about it. Maybe, at the end of the season, it pays off over the whole season, you know. But at this point, you know, it's worked out for him so well this season. So I don't see any reason why he will rush him. But if you are not going to bring in Salah, you are you at least thinking of bringing in a, a Liverpool attacker like Luis Diaz? No. Oh, wow. No one from Liverpool for now. Absolutely no one. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like that. I always like that because now your, your team looks so different from like what others will have. And, you know, that is a different way to play and it's a good way and it's a good way to see, like, you know, what this other person is doing and, you know, they're still doing well. You know, uh, which other midfielder makes your um, your team since, you know, you're not going for any of these Liverpool midfielders? Okay, so I'm currently on uh, Madison, Zaha, KDB. Of course, Andreas is leaving my team as the cheapest enabler at the game. Yeah. Then that last spot is currently with Leon Bailey. But I'm mm-hmm. still trying to chop our change and move him up to SM Maximum, but I don't know when that one is coming back from his injury. So yeah. There's that. Okay. There's no consideration for somebody like Sterling? I mean, I know he's a big money buy. Ah, nope. Not at all. Nah. That Chelsea, nah. I'm not touching any of them. Nah, 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 never. Nah, never. <laughs> even even Reese James, I'm, I'm not even going there. I just, no, okay. feel like, I, I just feel like you can get right now better okay. value. 
Yep, yep, I agree with that. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea don't look convincing in any way, offensively or defensively. Correct. So, Correct. I'm just looking at the I'm just looking at the points, like you said, the midfielders, the highest scoring. The third highest scoring midfielder is Rashford. I banged this Rashford drum before the start of the season. Oh, I banged boy. it. I banged it so hard. And then two Rashford, oh my god, his lowest points of the season. That's the one I collected. I collected out of that 40 points. <laughs> <laughs> out of that 40 points, I only collected four. Four query. As soon as I removed him, this guy went on his spree and just started doing anyhow. Points here, points there. Like, okay, I didn't this guy, I didn't even collect three. So I didn't even collect four points. I collected three against Brett Brighton and against Bradford. I collected two and one, and then I took him out. Next game, double digits. Southampton, three. Leicester, six. Arsenal, 18. Like, ah, know, that Arsenal was issues. But that's what <laughs> Yeah, so, I, I mean, I'm looking at Rashford's fixtures. He actually has a good, he has a nice bunch of fixtures, you know, before, you know, he, um, before the World Cup, starting with Man City away. Funny enough, I actually think that if he plays this weekend against Man City away, he will back points because of the fact that Man City plays so high. Funny, you know, the good games that he has, for example, Everton, Newcastle, Spurs, well, Spurs is not a good game. But those three games, I have a feeling he might not score a lot of points there just because those teams like to defend very deep. So they might not give him that opportunity to run on the ball, right? You know, you know Rashford. Rashford is better when he has like zero time to think. Just you know, yeah. straight one, two, bang. And That's he's been playing. Know. Remember, he's been playing as a striker this season. Yeah, there you go. So funny, you know. I and I, I think that, but like from like game week thirteen, when he has Chelsea away, going down all the way down to like um, uh, to, till the end of the. You know, so they all go away. Maybe that's when will be an opportune time to get him. But the next, the three, you know, Newcastle, Everton, and Spurs. I'm very interested to see how many points he gets there because I don't feel like United will bag a lot of goals in those games simply because of how you know those teams play. Those teams will sit back, and United to sit back. So those teams will will kind of cancel. We can't cancel out. But let's see. Let's see how he does. But he's also another pick that is also very very interesting. Um, City midfielders, I don't know. I think they're like City Arsenal midfielders. It's you should if you're on the wild card, you should really not be getting those players in, you know. Except if you no, if you're on the wild card, you shouldn't because obviously on game week 12 they don't play, and it's very important to know that they don't play on that game week 12. Because then if you have too many of them, then you have this problem where you're you are, you are, you are scrambling to remove or replace players as soon as you can. You know, so um, so that's for midfield. Do you guys have any other midfielders that you want to mention? Because I know we mentioned just one or two. Oh, I want to mention um, Sinestro. Last time we spoke about him. Sinestro, please. You guys, been watching too much Justice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so okay, well, what, what is this? Sinestera. Yes, Sinestera. Last time we spoke about him, we mentioned him, and then that same game week, he goes ahead and gets like I think he scored or he got an assist. I'm not even sure. He scored, scored, yep. And um, during this international break, I learned that he scored again. His last two games, he has dropped points against Everton and Brentford, 10 and 5. He has, you know, a fixture home fixture against um, um, Aston Villa this week. You know, that could be a good one. I mean, what do you guys think about him? Is Is he a wild card option for you guys? He's a waiter still for me. What about you, Abby? 
I don't feel Leeds can continue with that form at which they started the season. So, not to focus on them at all. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I don't think Rodrigo is back yet. You know, I remember, I think I got Rodrigo at the same game week. I, I, I brought him in on a wild card at the same game week I brought him in on. That's the game that he decided to get injured. And he still having to get injured like a normal guy before the game starts. About got injured like 20 or so minutes inside the game. So obviously I chopped the one point, which was obviously not great. But you know, that's what happens when that's what's happening this season. You know, I'm just it's it's crazy. But um, yeah, so with that in mind, um, I think if there are no other strikers or sorry, if there are no other midfielders that you guys want to talk about. I mean, we can talk a bit about Son. You know, I think Son is, you know, he's, he's coming back. But I think if you want to get Son, you have to either lose one of your other big dogs, you know, unless it will be very, very hard for you to get a team together. You know, you won't be able to have somebody like Zaha and Madison. You have to at least lose both of them just to have one Son, you know. So um, that's another person that, you know, you can look into, but there's nothing going on there. How about Fernandez, Shola? He seems to be back in goal scoring form. He's getting those goals. Is he someone that we should start looking forward to? Bruno? Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, you know what? Bruno is an interesting option. I, I, I mean, if it was cheaper, I'd be looking at him, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, yeah. like, even San, like Sancho is actually what, what I have, what I forgot. He's probably been our player in the best goal scoring form, if I'm mm. correct. So, like, after Rashford, the next person I'll look, look at is Sancho before I look at anybody else. You know, Bruno is an interesting option, but his price is not too friendly. You know? Yeah, yeah, not too friendly. I actually think that as 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 time goes on, I mean, I believe Rashford is still the better pick, and as time goes on, you know, um, this season, you know, if um, ETH content hard continues with this um, counter attacking style that he's doing, very possible that Bruno will come back into contention because that's the kind of you know style that he has thrived in in the past. You know, his XG right now is about 1.51, which is not bad, you know, for the season, you know. But um, let's see. I mean, all he has this season is one goal. And, you know, I think how many assists does he have this season? Maybe two or three, maybe? I I, I have to check that. I mean, he has created 10 open play chances and three big chances, which pretty much is not, is is, is pretty much not the greatest. He's on the line. Sorry? He has one goal, one assist. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, his big chances created of three. The highest is um, Zaha with five. So, it's not as if he's, he's that bad. You know, he's getting there, but maybe he's one that, you know, you look at later on during the season. So, the final the final part of um, our discussion is the uh, strikers, you know, going forward, you know, uh, the strikers going forward. Uh, this, uh, right now, I am on. Jesus, Hallard, Mitrovic, with no wild card, I'm unable to like do more than one or two changes, and I don't want to take a minus four this week. I believe that Jesus will actually get points against Tottenham. Um, Abi, I might just be the Spurs, I might just be an Arsenal fanatic, or do you think you, you don't believe in Jesus anymore? You've already taken him off. Yeah, I mean, not that I don't believe, I mean, he'll still play well, I know, but. I'm looking for big numbers and he doesn't seem to be the guy that will jump back like on a steady. So and fixtures don't really help us too. So yeah, 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 that's right. I mean, Arsenal currently have Spurs, then they have Liverpool, then they have Leeds, and then they have no fixture. 
you know. But when they come back, they do have Nottingham Forest in game week 14. So that's one to keep an eye out for, you know. But Liverpool and Spurs, both are home, by the way. So, I mean, Liverpool, they might be able to catch them, you know, um, on the on the break. And Jesus does like, he does like a big game. But with only one big um, point, um, sorry, with only one big return this season, you know, against Leicester, he's really not dropping as, you know, as you would hope for him to drop, you know. So we could talk about replacements for Jesus. I mean, top of the table right now is either Tony or... Um, or um, Mitrovic. Um, shall I do your wild card? Are you planning, if you play the wild card, are you planning to take out Jesus? Probably. Yeah. You're going to look to move to move him out. And what would you be moving him out for? Um. Well, the person I would like to replace him with is currently injured. So, mm. it's Isaac. Um. Mm. Then, obviously, Tony is a good option as well. Then there's an interesting one that has been going around in the FPL community, which uh, I find kind of baffling, but it's just a funny one. This guy, this bomber striker, Solanke, Dominic Solanke. <laughs> Dude, like, like all of our, all of our uh, uh, FPL Twitter, like they've been talking about him. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean yeah, anyway, he's. He has, he's, he has gotten some returns in the last couple of weeks, but... but no, he hasn't gotten some returns in the last... He has gotten one return. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he has, has gotten, gotten one, one return. return. He got yeah. one return against um, Dustin Forest when Dustin Forest just imploded. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did he got that. Assist, but apart from that, I'm like, I don't see why everybody's making noise about him. I'd, I'd rather go for someone that I know that that price rings and like maybe see I'd rather even go for like Chiada before I go for him okay I mean I'm looking at Solanke now just look at his underlying numbers if there's anything to it he has played five games he has had eight shots five of them have been on target and five of them have been in the box his XG is 0.52 you know I mean the best (laughs) in the game Mitrovic is like 31 Haaland is 27, Jesus is 24, Kane is 24, Tony is 17. Even Darwin is like 15. And Darwin is a good pick for like game week 12 or so when Liverpool start, you know, getting those nice fixtures, you know. So it's, that's a puzzling one for me. I don't see the point to it. Maybe, you know, people have some, I mean, does he have some good games coming up? Maybe maybe that's why a lot of people are looking are looking towards him at the moment. Um, well, I mean... Yeah, his fixer run is nice, but it's Bournemouth, man. Fair enough. It is Bournemouth. Yeah. They, they had a little bit of a new manager bounce, but we all don't know how long that will last for. That could last for five minutes. It could last for two. I don't even know. I mean, looking at um their fixtures, they're currently at Brentford at home. To be honest, that's not an easy fixture. Yeah, exactly. Leicester at home. Fair enough. They, they might get something against Leicester at home. Fulham away. Well, I guess yes, championship. Really I mean... That is I guess, definitely not easy. I mean, people will call it an enabler, but a six, a five point seven enabler striker, it doesn't yeah. sound that sexy to me. That's too much for an enabler. Yeah, I mean, you're more than five. Yeah, not an enabler. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Abi, what do you think about that? You know, Solanke at five point seven. There's nothing to think about. Avoid like you think. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words, and I think 
even but th- and i think it's also the fact that there are so many other i mean last season maybe this would have been like a good conversation you know but i would even go to Watkins if i ever start going to look know, i'll go guys. to i'll go to bremo before i go to Solanke. Yeah, hundred percent. I will go to Bremo before I go to. But I mean, I know Bremo's pictures are not even that bad. I mean, yeah. well, they are, they are not that great because, to be honest, the only nice fixture he has is Bournemouth away. After that, he has Newcastle, Brighton, and Chelsea, so they are not even that good. So, Ivan Tony, if you are bringing Ivan Tony on your wild card, you are literally bringing him in because of this one game, or maybe you are bringing um, you are bringing Tony in as a placeholder for when Isaac returns. You know, because I think they are about the same kind of price, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. I think they are about the same kind of price. So you can bring him in. One Tony is seven point three. Yeah, there you go. So you can bring him in. You know, just to so just hold off for a bit. You know, but with all the way with the strikers that have popped this season, you know, Haaland, Kane, Tony, Mitrovic, it just seems very weird that you know that you know fucking this guy will be will be in the will be in the list and contender for it and. This is this season is so right now. This season compared to last season is so different. I mean, the highest scoring player is a striker, 73 points. Last season, I think it was like a midfielder or a defender. You know, strikers are kind of back. Even Kane is on 50, Tony is on 47, Mitrovic is on 41. You know, those are the first four. I mean, um, Jesus is on 39. You know, he's on 39. And then when you look at midfielders, for example. The highest scoring midfielder is KDB on 45. Then the next is Gross, Gross on 42. And then Rashford on 40. So strikers are holding their own this season. So stop, stop, you know. There's a lot of there are a lot of options there for you to even be thinking about going to Solanke. I don't know where that came from, but you can die there. But um, Gum, um Habi, what about you? So what wh- are the strikers you are bringing in um for your team on your wild card? Well, to be honest, I just brought in one striker. That's Erling Haaland. I'm keeping Kane and Tony. Uh, you, you are what keeping. So I said that I'm again. Keeping, I brought in only Haaland. I'm still keeping Kane and Tony. I'm not moving oh, okay. them out. Oh, so you're going big up front then with Kane and, yep. and Haaland. Okay. It's a striker season this season, so I intend to make the most out of that. Okay, fair enough. There you go. So you are going for the so you are going for the um, cheaper midfielders and then going for the big dog strikers. That's very good. That's what about, what about you, Shola? What are you going for? Um, right now my strike force well, Haaland, Mitrovic are definitely staying. The question is, my third striker is see like if I wildcard, it's a tough one. Because if I want to bring Kane, it means I have to sacrifice Salah, which I'm not sure I'm willing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other really sh- other strikers that are really out there, they're not really appealing. Unless I want to get just an enabler. So that, that I know that I'll just keep on the bench and upgrade like my myth- one of my midfielders. Okay. But, you know, like Haaland and Mitrovic are the two for now that I know that, yes, they're definitely there. All right, fair enough. So, um, with that in mind, um, I guess we can look at our captains for this week. Um, right now, my captain is on Haaland. You know, I don't want to go against him, but most likely, I'm actually thinking about either Salah or Madison. What about you, um, Habi? Who's your captain? Are you still happy on? Are you giving them Madison this week? Yes, now 
No templates, FPL over here. Captain triple captain, Hansen. triple captain coming out. Oh, wait, yeah, play your wildcard so triple oh. captain can't come out. Yep. Yeah, Captain Madison, vice captain Tony, cannot go in that Haaland rubs this week. No, 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 no. Very interesting. If you had Salah, would you captain him? No. Come on. This guy, you really hate Liverpool, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. How about you, Shola? Who's your captain this week? My captain right now is Salah. Mm, all right, fair enough. I, I mean, I listened to a pod the other day where they discussed the new Italian coach for um, Brighton, and they did talk about how he's, you know, he's a very attacking coach. So he's not like a defensive guy that would just come and play, you know, defensive, you know, formation. But Brighton have been somewhat kind of solid, but Liverpool always know how to, like, you know, Salah. I think their last game, Salah was like the man of the match or something like that, if mm. I'm not mistaken. So, you know, I, I think you know Salah, good pick. Haaland against United. I, I think you are not. You don't think um, City will score more than one goal against you guys. I think that game is going to be very tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I trust. I trust. I trust United to play full on defensive in that stuff. They'll play. Bo- they'll play very good counter attacking football, though. That's what I expect. So I do. I, I don't think Haaland will bang as much, which is why I'm thinking of Salah at the moment. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually quietly confident that we're giving City their first loss this season. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right. So I, I'll remember that statement. <laughs> quietly. All right. All right. <laughs> Looking forward not, as well. I don't too loud down. Quietly. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um. So, um, Ryan is here, so you might hear Ryan talk for like two seconds. But I'm looking, oh, he's going nice. So, um, looking at <laughs> by the way, he doesn't even care about guy. So, we're gonna go to our um differentials for the week. Um, and I'll go first. My differential for the week is gonna be Madison. Let me just drop that. Let me just drop that nice and early. Let me just drop that nice and early. It was Madison is six point seven percent, so without a doubt, <laughs> that's a cool, but that's a cool differential right there. Um, so, um, what about you, Shola? Who's your differential for the week? Well, since I knew you were going to pick Madison, I'll go with his teammates, Harvey Barnes. Uh, wait, how did you know I was going to pick Madison? Dude, <laughs> yeah, everybody is going to pick Madison. <laughs> right, fair enough. What about you, um, Harvey? Um, I've got two. But oh, one okay. is like based on condition. Leon Bailey, if All he right. starts, yes. If okay. he does not start, you do not hear his name from my mouth. <laughs> so why are you giving them? Second person is Kodzuma. Kodzuma. All right. Yeah, I like I like that super pick. I like the super pick. Yeah. Yeah, fair. I mean, we didn't talk about um West Ham. I mean <laughs> do I why are you going for um Kodzuma? I mean do you feel like West Ham might be getting their, their shit together? Yeah, I mean, even they their next three games are favorable. Are Wolves. I think Wolves have scored just, what, three three goals this season? Mm. Yeah. Zuma's era threat, too. So he's a legit option at both ends of the pitch. So that's a good one. And yeah, I, I mean, think West Ham, even as they've been shit, mm-hmm. they won't really concede a lot. They'll just probably concede one stupid goal there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, and yeah. yeah, that mixed with Wolves' inability to score. So, yeah, I think that, that's a good one. All right, fair enough. I mean, looking at, at what at West Ham, 
they are uh, underlying statistics. <laughs> statistics. Looking at their underlying statistics um, this season, um, they've considered seven games. They've considered seventy-five shots, fifteen the box, which is actually not bad. They are one, two, three, four, five. They are the sixth or seventh best in the league right now, um, defensive wise. So XG is seven point six one in seven games. So you are right. They kind of like it's pretty much almost one goal per game that they concede. So eventually they are going to get a couple of clean sheets, and um, you know they have so many good options, cheap options at the back. You know Zuma is four point five, Kufal is four point four, Cresswell is four point eight, and that Kara, I don't know his parents' name. Kara. Kara. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I didn't want. To, I didn't. I didn't think that was the way, but yeah. So he as well. He um he's also only four point five, you know. I think he scored an own goal though, so he has he's a bit dodgy. But you know, basically West Ham are not conceding, are not giving teams a lot of chances, and eventually those numbers will begin to pay off. You know, um up front, I had I had Parquet, Um, I was really looking forward to watching Parquetta, but he hasn't adjusted yet, so we might need to wait a little bit more for him to start to show his his shine. Um, but um, Bowen, on the other hand, is there any move to Bowen for you guys? No, the price yeah. is not nice. Yeah, I mean, he's on 8.1 now. Did he start off at 8.1? Started off at 8.5. 8.5. Damn, I needed to drop to 7. <laughs> Funny enough, if he keeps dropping to 7.5, that might be a good local. Yes, that's what so expensive. Let him, let him continue doing nonsense. He drops all the way down. Man, I'm just looking at his points, man. The guy is on the twos and threes. Just two, 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 two. Only one three. And that's because he kept a clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because he kept a clean sheet. The rest of them just twos, bro. So, man, West Ham, not good. But defensively, you know, they are looking all right. They are attacking. I mean, if we look at their goal threat, their, um, how many shots they are taking. And you know stuff like that. They are actually they are mid table, funny enough. So it's not that bad, but it's also not that great, you know. So um, with that in mind, um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I don't know if you guys have anybody else that you want to talk about. Maybe you want to talk about. I think we pretty much touched almost every team. The only team that I think that we didn't really touch were um, Fulham, but everybody knows about Mitrovic and Pereira. Um, Southampton as well, but their assets, you know, nobody's really going to gonna really look at Southampton right yeah, now. Nobody's really going to look at Southampton or Wolves. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So with that in mind, guys, um, Villa as well, obviously. But you know, Villa. I think I mentioned Watkins once or something like, or that you mentioned Dignan, but that's pretty much it. So with that in mind, you know, um, I guess we could call it, and you know, we could um, wish everyone a very good game week hope you guys all have green hours apart from you too because i think it's time that i start actually catching you guys <laughs> <laughs> it's time i start catching you guys so you know at this point no more green hours for you guys i beg let me catch you small so green hours for me no green hours for you and uh with that in mind i'd like to say bye-bye to everyone um you guys want to say your bye shola yep uh good luck to everyone and we'll be back next week yeah Happy. Cheers, guys. Good luck to everybody. May Madison score five and nothing happen. Amen. <laughs> I look forward to watching to seeing your um, team this week with no Salah and Madison captain. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Yeah.
Wait, but let me ask you though, I'll be before we go. If Salah was facing say Nottingham for his next game week, would you bring him in? Uh yes, then after Nottingham, I'll sell him. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I like nice one. Thank right. you guys. I thank you all for this. Goodbye. Man.